On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with Sarah Valensky from Blossom Essentials. What an awesome conversation that we had. Uh, you know, we talked all about, uh, you know, what's working right now, what is not working in 2023. Uh, we talked about, uh, you know, what it's, what it's like for a marketing-focused leader to give up first. And I think that's, uh, you know, a conversation that probably a lot of you have had to have. Uh, and maybe you've actually had to take things back. I know that I have uh, in the past. So uh, really great conversation. You guys are not going to want to miss this one. If you are a mid-seven-figure brand and above, listen up. Are you struggling with ads this year? Uh, how about growth in general? What about profitability? Supply chain issues got you down? You are not alone. As a brand owner myself, I totally get this. iOS 14 has ravaged many smaller brands. The good news? Our clients at Upgrowth and the brands that we own have not been touched. Don't get me wrong. We had to fight to figure out how to advertise effectively in a post-surveillance ad world, but we learned some incredible lessons along the way, and we want to share some of those lessons with you. So go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow to apply for a free growth plan today so we can show you what is working in a post iOS 14.5 world. Again, that is www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow. Now, on to today's episode. Hey guys, if you're looking to scale your e-commerce brand, you need tips and strategies from people who have actually done it. Stop reading those newsletters written by marketers who have only ever spent founders' hard-earned money and start reading from the perspective of seven and eight-figure founders. That's why we're launching the Secrets to Scaling newsletter to give you real, actionable advice from founders with firsthand experience. Get the latest strategies from ad campaigns, budgeting, wholesale, partnerships, and so much more. Sign up for our beta for free at secrets.upgrowthcommerce.com. Hey guys, Jordan West back with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Today I'm joined by Sarah Valensky from Blossom Essentials. Sarah, welcome to the podcast. Jordan, thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to this conversation today. Uh, I feel like we already have like a great vibe going and uh, I think it's only going to get better. So before we begin, for people who don't know anything about you, tell us just a little bit about who you are and what you do. Uh, absolutely. So I am the founder and CEO of Blossom Essentials. We make uh, natural and clean hydration products for people with chronic dry and irritated skin. So that's anything from just very uh, dry skin to uh, those with eczema, psoriasis, uh, dermatitis, you name it. Um, our products are all multifaceted and multi-benefit. So if you have a problem, we, we, and if you have a problem related to dry skin, we could probably help you with it. Awesome. And then my background is um, more in the online space. I've kind of always been in that realm. Um, I started Blossom a few years ago after gaining a lot of experience on the digital media side and then working actually firsthand with brands, especially natural ones. I, I learned a lot of um, insight into uh, what you need in order to get started. And then I networked and found the right relationships in order to get our first product off the ground, which is still our bestseller today, which is exciting. Uh, and yeah, so from there, um, I've learned so much. I find that I'm less of a marketer now and more of a brand creator, which is kind of a really big shift for me. Um, I spend a lot of time in R&D. <laughs> yeah, I'm which, sure. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that was a whole learning curve on that front as well. But uh, yeah, that's just a little bit about me. 
Cool. So Sarah, let's let's start at the beginning. Where did you actually see the need for for this, for this hydration product? Like I'm assuming that there's a lot of people out there in the market, right? It's probably a pretty crowded marketplace as far as, you know, skin products are concerned. Why why did you choose this? Was there some kind of passion there? Was it just like, hey, I saw a gap in the market? Yeah, such a great question. Uh, so actually, when I first launched Blossom, which was a completely different name, by the way, we rebranded re in uh, 2020. When I first launched it, we were actually an eczema company. We thought that there was a need for it. Then we quickly realized it is a highly oversaturated market. Mm. Uh, and then also people um, that are purchasing those products typically go in with a negative mindset because they've tried every product under the sun at that point. And so uh, they're already going into it like, I'm going to try this again because I have no other choice, but uh, I know it's just not going to work for me because nothing has and I've spent thousands and thousands of dollars. So, mm. you know, going into that, you're almost... Uh, telling yourself you're going to fail right out the gate and not as a customer, but as the brand. And so we quickly uh, shifted towards realizing uh, dry skin as a whole, which is actually what a lot of these um, skin diseases excuse me, skin diseases uh, stem from uh, inflamed skin, irritated skin, you know, even on um, at the cell level. Um, if we just focus on that, first of all, it opens the door to so many different ailments and a whole massive, you know, uh, like a wider um, market share. And then um, in addition to that, I realized that I couldn't actually speak to these people because I didn't have eczema. I was just, I was, try I was just trying to fill what I thought was a need. What I do have is actually chronic dry skin from head to toe. Like my whole body, it's just crazy what I get, what I deal with. And so I was able to then figure out the products that work for number one myself. I in in all of our R and D, I create it first and I test it first on myself. And I cool. say, okay, I like it now. I'm finally at the point where I approve it. Let me then go out and share it with other people that have similar ailments. Um, and see if they like it as well. So it allowed me to change my marketing angles. It allowed me to connect with my audience more and from firsthand experience, share my stories of these products, um, of my, you know, my experiences just as a whole with dry skin. And so that really helped us. Let's, let's get back into marketing there for a second. Uh, you know, you have, you know, extensive, you know, knowledge and history in marketing. Do you think mm -hmm. that that's helped you as a brand owner um, start to scale to the level that you're at? Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, so first and foremost, copy is everything and um, advertising. In my very personal opinion, and you know, this may not be the opinion of others, um, even years ago, organic uh, marketing was just never going to get you where you want it to go in terms of scalability. You can maybe, you know, get one viral video and then, you know, get a short spurt of sales, but that's never going to be a long-term um, success. And that's never going to get you to, you know, seven figures. So um, at the bare minimum. <laughs> um, and so uh, you ultimately need to connect with your audience and you do that through words, you do that through videos. And so because I have that uh, knowledge base of what types of videos and how to uh, create them and, you know, cut them together, um, that really helped us uh, scale quickly um, once we found our uh, niche for sure. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Let's let's talk marketing for a sec. You know, we're in 2023. <laughs> it's like, whoa, what year is it again? <laughs> uh, we're in 2023. We're recording this uh, sort of middle to end of February in 2023. What's working for you guys uh, marketing this year in particular? Uh, and I'm looking for like, what's been scalable? Yeah, another great question. Um, you know, 2022 already is 
was such a different landscape to 2023, which is insane because it's only been two months. Uh, it really, it to me, it does feel, <laughs> I, I am totally with you. I feel like 2023, there's something else going on this year for sure. Yeah. I mean, what was working is no longer working, right? I mean, it's the name of the game. I feel like I say that every other week. Uh, actually, at this very moment, like literally today or maybe within the last three days, Facebook finally did something with their algorithm again and it's working. Mm. Um, but prior to that, January and leading up to three days ago within February, uh, it was horrible. And I'm in a lot of um, e-com groups. I'm in, you know, marketing, just just general ones. And everybody kind of had the same thought of like, what is going on with Facebook? Mm. <laughs> they changed something because it is not working right now. It's It's been pretty horrendous. Our CPAs uh, shot up, our conversion rates lowered. And, and we actually pride ourselves on having really strong CRO skills, uh, conversion rate optimization skills, which again, yeah. that feeds into our, um, our marketing skills and uh, how we're able to scale. And, you know, I even saw a drop there as well. Obviously, a lot of it relates to the economy, but um, you can't just put it all the blame on that. So No, uh, no, no, no. People are yeah. still selling, right? Sales are still happening. People are still buying yeah. products in general. A- absolutely. I mean, we're not seeing actual recession kind of spending out there. No. So. No, for sure not. Yeah, I think right now what we were seeing, at least in January, I can't say the same for February, uh, was that people were uh, no longer purchasing because they had just ran through all their money for uh, gifting during December, totally. uh, you know, the holidays. But, you know, we, I was expecting for that to kind of turn around within the beginning of February, and that did not do so. Um, we relied heavily on our uh, return customers. We have a very rigorous back end. Um, I use a fantastic email and SMS team. Shout out to them if anybody wants to Reco, uh, called the email experience. I've been working with them for years. They're almost like my um, internal team at this point. I work really closely with them. Um, And so we just like hammered in on the emails and the SMS. We've been testing a ton ton of different things. We're actually, um, what I noticed with uh, with a lot of other D2C brands is that they're just discounting or doing these massive sales in order to run through inventory. We did not do that at all, actually. We focused um, on higher AOV sales. um, And so we did a lot of tiered systems, like buy one, get this amount off, buy two, get this amount, or even thresholds of cart values. Um, We ran a free gift um, and it was a full sized bottle of one of our products. Um, We ran that on orders over a hundred and that did exceptionally well for us. Um, So I highly recommend testing stuff like that to get your AOV up in order to uh, sustain those higher CPAs on Facebook and Instagram or wherever wherever else. Let's get into the, into the tactics of that. What are you using uh, to be able to accomplish that? Are you using a certain app? Is that something that, you know, is actually like hard coded into the website. How, how are you managing that? Yeah. Uh, so I'm not on Shopify plus, And so we can't utilize those features at this time. We're just, it just uh, didn't bad. make sense for us. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, yeah. but that seems to be the only benefit aside from the slightly lower processing fees. Um, that's yes. just personal thing. <laughs> there's, there's a couple, there's a couple. I'll, I, I'm going to do an episode guys soon on, on what the difference is right now, because things have changed a ton in the landscape. Shopify plus has you know, dragged a bunch of their core components out into advanced, which is oh. for us people on plus who pay thousands of dollars a month. It's like, what are we getting? But there's a, there are some amazing features. And again, I, I'm going to go into an episode soon on sort of what that actually looks like between and, and where, where it becomes worthwhile. But I totally agree with you. There is a certain, it's about 4 million in sales a year where it actually makes sense just with the processing fees. So yes. Yeah, I agree. And I was actually um, looking at those types of statistics and where it makes sense. And I realized it just doesn't for us. We're not at yeah. that point. Yeah. 
with that said, I use um, an app called, I think it's like All-in-One Gifting, and they have its limitations. I mean, I wasn't looking for the most expensive app, let's just say. I just wanted the functionality um, because totally. we were just testing the um, the sale to see if it works. Yeah. Uh, it worked really well, and so now I've been exploring more um, like higher-priced softwares that can do more. But if you, if you want something really easy and it's so quick to set up, I highly recommend this app. It's like $9 a month, and you get... Uh, it it implements it into your cart and we religiously use rebuy. And so, I mean, I can talk about that in a whole other conversation, Um, but it integrates with that really seamlessly. So uh, that makes my life easier because oftentimes a lot of these apps do not work in a smart cart, like a drawer, cart drawer. Yes. Yes. Uh, And so this one does very easily. So, yeah. Yes. And if you're on plus rebuy has this functionality built into it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Another one I was looking at. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, that's great, Sarah. Um, I want to get into a bit of a conversation here with you, Sarah, about market being a marketing first founder, um, because I think that there's a lot of people out there who are, you know, could probably consider themselves marketing first founders um, and have a really hard time knowing what to what to give up, what to outsource, what to keep in house. What do you think about that when you're thinking about your marketing from from the perspective of somebody who actually knows how to sell stuff? Yeah, yeah. Uh... You know, in the beginning, obviously, you got to wear a lot of hats. But I quickly realized within my first or maybe within like a year and a half, um, that's not going very well, because <laughs> I'm not skilled in a lot of things. Uh, and so I was spending so much time on these uh, tasks that were just not coming out the way I wanted them to. And so uh, I think one of the first things I did was hire an email marketer that took over like all of my marketing um, on that side of things. It was yeah. still nowhere near what it is today, which is a thousand times better. But, uh, you know, it, it got the job done at the time when we were much, much smaller. Uh, and then once I was able to afford these guys, I, I quickly moved over to them and then they started building out everything. Um, and it took a while, you know, it doesn't come overnight. You have to build your lists, which comes through obviously your regular ad spend. And then you have to make sure everything is holistically brought together um, and I'm not just talking about, you know, email, SMS, and Facebook and Instagram. We run Google ads. We have, we run affiliate traffic. We're doing tons of SEO. Um, we actually, funny enough, accidentally uh, got ranked first page for one of our blog posts that I wrote no years way. ago. Yeah, it's so wild. I just, I guess I found like a, a really specific topic that because I was like, wait, my bruise really itches. I wonder why. And so I just broke down the science behind it and I recommended our product and we get so much free traffic because of that. And, and it's like, why do bruises itch is the terms that people type in. And it like, oh my God, I, when I realized this, I was like, this is cool. I totally did not do this intentionally, but it worked out great. <laughs> That's awesome. So are you thinking about building more content like that? Like to for like for top of the funnel kind of content to get people to the website? Yeah. So we, we do, uh, continually write blog posts. Um, I, again, that was something I was doing myself for a while and I, I pass that off quickly. Um, I have a really great writer now, although I'm testing her writing toward, uh, compared to AI, I've been doing a lot of chat GPT. Uh, I I tried some other ones. As we all have. (laughs) Of course. Um, I tried, uh, the right Sonics and the, uh, what was the other one with the J Jasper? I tried all of those, but they weren't coming out the way I wanted them to be written. And so I still ended up doing a ton of work and editing. And I was like, why am I paying them to do it? Spending the same amount of time that versus just writing it myself. So as much as AI is great, there is still, um, a spot for copywriters, I would say. 
for I, sure. A- absolutely. One. Also, copywriters need you need the person that looks and says this is good and this is not. This looks yep. like a bot. This does not. Right. That's there's there's something in there. And then also even when you go and put it onto because I, I was building out a process for one of our companies the other day where I was trying to get them to to sort of use this process. The problem is you have to go in and actually make sure that your tags are correct, right? That you've got one H1 tag, you've got multiple H2 tags, you've got your H3 tags, and you're not going to be able to get that necessarily straight from AI, right? And so it's very important that you go through and actually uh, actually make good content, right? And it's, it's funny because people online are talking all about like, oh, Google's going to derank AI content. They know AI content. I've put in human and AI content. It never knows which one is which, right? Because it's generative, right? That's the, the difference. It's generative. Also, Google's job and Bing's job, now we can talk about Bing since they may, you know, have, have a comeback here. Their job is to produce or sorry to to show you the best content so whether a human wrote it or, or AI wrote it doesn't really matter they they're just trying to give you the best content so i just wanted to throw that stuff out there as we're talking about using generative ai for some of these tasks yeah i wholeheartedly agree uh however if you are in a pickle and you need something written quickly chat gpt is your best friend <laughs> it's your best friend i've actually got a yeah. great uh chrome extension that i'll share uh and get uh let's make sure that we uh, glaze that we put this into uh, the show notes as well incredible one that has about I think as of today, it's got like 800 incredible prompts built into it. And they are just the most phenomenal, mind-boggling prompts uh, that I was like, how did somebody come up with this? And it's just a repository that continues to get added to. Um, So uh, I will make sure to share that uh, in the show notes, guys. Yeah, share that with me as well. I would love to try that. I will. I will. I will give it to you right after this. Sarah, I got to ask you the question uh, that I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. What is your secret to scaling? Such a great question. I think that there's not one particular thing. You know, you need to do a lot of different things all at once. But uh, if I were to simplify it, I, I truly believe having the right team surrounding you is crucial to your success. And not just the team of people doing the work, like you need a mentor. Uh, you need somebody that's been through it as well, uh, because they are going to, you're, or I should say, you're going to come crying <laughs> and think you're the biggest failure in the world. And uh, you're going to need somebody to tell you, hey, no, this is normal. I've gotten through it. Look where I am. It's, it's completely fine. You're not doing anything wrong. This is, this is how a business has grown. This is, yeah. this is part of it. And I think yeah. that's really important because I didn't have that for a while. And then I did have that. And that allowed us to get to seven figures. I mean, without a doubt, that was a huge thing. And it gave me the confidence to be able to tackle a lot of different things and uh, trust that what, my, what I'm choosing to do is the right path. And obviously, you truly never know. But it, give, it gave me faith that my decisions were strong. You know, and that's and I think that's really important as a founder because it allows you to keep going and fight the fight because you need that confidence and you need to you have you have to have that thick skin because um, there are yes. so many times I've wanted to quit <laughs> so many times even today in February when you know Facebook is horrendous so <laughs> oh Sarah I just want to let you know that we're all there it's funny like sometimes people I had a call right before this and it was somebody I had never talked to before and he's like oh I just respect you so much and all the things that you do. Oh, you're so successful. And I'm like, not, not today. I'm not, you know, I, I look at it and, and, and we're all there. It does not matter the scale that you're at. We all struggle with these same things, all of us. And it doesn't matter. You are lying. If you, if you do not struggle with this, we all struggle with cash flow. We all struggle yep. with employees, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, we all struggle with acquisition, right? No one has acquisition down. Um, 
I think I'm pretty, I think I'm pretty close, but, um, but it's, it's just one of those things that like, guys, we all struggle with this. And so I am with you, Sarah, on that. Uh, having an incredible mentor is great. A group as well um, of like-minded people, uh, people that are in the same sort of, uh, I like to call them empathy groups, you know, where, where it's just like, yeah, we're going to talk about business, but really this is about our hearts and being able to empathize with each other because there's something yeah. in that, right? That's really beautiful. So um, thanks, Sarah. Yeah. I'm all about swapping horror stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, I have three more questions for you. I hope that you're ready. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. First question, favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Uh, Rebuy for sure. It has allowed us to get our AOV up at, at offers post-purchases. So I don't have to use multiple tools all at once. Uh, big fan of them. Awesome. Awesome. I absolutely love Rebuy. That was one of the main reasons years ago that we switched over to Shopify Plus uh, was to use some of their in-cart features. Um, we just happened to be at that that great revenue level where it was like, ah, oh, makes sense. Let's do it. Yeah. Rebuy is absolutely amazing. Uh, uh, second question for you. Favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to right now? Oh, I actually can't listen to audiobooks. Um, I Why? tend to uh, yeah, I'm really bad at focusing um, on actually listening. I, I'm a hardcover book through and through. Okay. Okay. And, and, and favorite recent hardcover book? Uh, it's not really recent, but it'll always stick with me because it's really um, allowed us to, again, uh, connect with our audience more. But, you know, the going back to the basics of how to win friends and influence people, uh, you know, it's really simple. People are very straightforward if you just understand how they operate, just like you and I, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What a foundational book to understand people, right? Like to, yeah. to really understand. And I think it's funny because I think some people that all of that stuff that, that, that they talk about in that book just becomes really natural, right? It's just a natural sort of way of being. But then there's the 90% of people who don't have those inherent skills, right? Or strengths. And so it's incredibly important. Again, we'll make sure to throw a, a link down to the audiobook at least uh, <laughs> for, <laughs> for that. Uh, Sarah, last question for you. Uh, you've got a year to live. You just found out what, what changes. Ooh, uh, I am, I'm out of this. Look, this is, this is not worth it. If I, if I'm only got a year left, if I'm being honest, I'm going to live on an Island somewhere, <laughs> especially cause it takes like five years minimum to build a successful business. So what am I doing it for? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's a totally that's a question you got to ask yourself. If you love this, the the you know the day to day now, that's great. But as soon as you're faced with this sort of like impending doom, it's like, okay, what do I actually want? What what yeah. what actually matters in this this next year? These 365 days. So because yeah, it's um, not a lot of time. It yeah. Yeah. Sarah, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for chatting. Thanks for sharing your heart with us. Uh, this was. Awesome. Where can people find out uh, more about you? Uh, and then also, what's your URL? Uh, so my website is just tryblossom.com, T-R-Y. Awesome. Great. And what about you, Sarah? Where can people oh. connect with you? <laughs> oh, uh, LinkedIn is a great place to start. Um, otherwise, you can just email me at sarah at tryblossom.com if you want to connect. Actually, I did a roundtable last weekend that happened, and I got like four new uh, meet yes, meetups. I don't know what the correct terminology is, but yeah, that, was yeah, yeah. that was a great way to do it. Great. Great. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, guys, again, I know I say this every single episode about 50 times during the episode, check the show notes. We really take a lot of time to go, you know, comb through every single episode. If there's anything we talked about, we put it down in the show notes. There are links down there uh, for absolutely everything. So Sarah, thank you again so much for your time today. Jordan, likewise. I really appreciate it. It was, it was a blast. Great. 
Are you an e-commerce founder or marketing leader struggling to get new offers or creative and copy to test fast enough in your ad accounts? Do you feel like your ad campaigns are falling flat and not generating the results that you actually need this year? The pain of not being able to effectively test and optimize your ad campaigns can lead to tons of missed sales and a huge amount of lost revenue, but we've created a solution. Introducing the Viral Offer Bundle from Upgrowth Commerce. For just $99, you're going to receive 10 highly engaging image creatives, 30 scroll-stopping headlines, 30 captivating ad copy variations, and 30 ad descriptions. These powerful tools are going to help you quickly test and optimize your ad campaigns to get the best results possible. Do not miss out on another sale. Visit www.upgrowthcommerce.com slash offer to buy today and then start seeing that relief from your ad campaign pain. Again, that's upgrowthcommerce.com slash offer. Hey guys, just wanted to say thanks again so much for listening to the podcast. If I could ask one favor of you, it would be to share this with your other e-commerce store owner friends. Uh, we want uh, everyone in the e-com space uh, to be listening to this podcast and lots of you guys already are and we really, really appreciate that. One last thing before you go as well is we are offering to our podcast listeners a free e-commerce growth plan where we go from strategy to sale with your brand in this e-commerce growth plan. So feel free to go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com slash grow and apply for a free growth plan today. Thank you all again so much for listening.